It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is everybody recording? And now I'm recording. Now I am. Now I'm recording. And now I am. Okay. Now I'm recording. Now, for the love of God, try not to touch your microphones. I'm not even touching the goddamn microphone, Tim. I'm not even touching it. Good. I don't well, even don't. touch the microphone when I do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I hire a guy and he touches it. He dresses like a mic stand, a very a stocky yeah. mic stand. Yes. And his name is Mike Stand, but that's <laughs> coincidental. I only learned yeah, yeah. that after. Yeah. <laughs> your name is Mike? I wouldn't have hired him if I had known because I didn't want to seem like a hack. Yeah, a little too on the nose. Yes. A little on the nose, Mike. Yep. Uh, wow, boys and girl. Look at us recording a podcast here. It's going to be the middle of November when this thing pops out of the womb of the internet. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, oh, that's that's sick. Internet. When the it crisps. Yeah. Line Just, the, when this, when this web. podcast fires out of one of the zeros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Rusty wipes the mucus out of its mouth and slaps it on its bottom. Rise up the uh, embryonic fluid uh, yeah. with some hot peppers and, and cold then, milk. And then we cook the placenta into a cake <laughs> and share it with our friends and family. We're, uh, <laughs> oh, man, we're really honing our audience into only people who are down for the grossest stuff. <laughs> you know what? Fool them twice, shame on them. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least we're not burying it anymore. We're just like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to our annual placenta episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All that to say, welcome to season three, episode 17 of, wait for it, The Hunks Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Dana. I'm Matt. I'm Rory. And I remain Tim. <laughs> and you're not. Hey, oh little Chevy Chase thing. Mm. Is am I supposed to be is that supposed to be like am I supposed to be jealous now? <laughs> I'm Tim and you're not, and then I go, oh, he got me again. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. What the fuck? I know you I are, but what am Tim? I? <laughs> Did you guys hear that Chevy Chase, uh, when he guest hosted uh, SNL in the 90s-ish, uh, straight up smacked Sherry O'Terry in the head? What? And then was like, it was a joke. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, was it on the show? It was, no, not during the taping of the show, during like a rehearsal or a meeting or something like that. Like, Jesus. fucking out of nowhere, just fucking Jesus. smacks Sherry O'Terry in the head. It was That's at the like the end of the show when they're wrapping up, and after he said goodnight, he turned around and wailed on. <laughs> he just let swing at everybody, oh, like God. the tiniest, most lovable yeah. one, you yes. know? Yes, yes, yeah. Chris Kattan, okay, sure. yeah, smack yeah. him around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If if you had said Chris Kattan, I would have been like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> That's I get that joke. It's a funny joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one, Chevy Chase. Yeah, a good one. Hopefully, there's a callback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, he's just a piece of shit. But um, oh, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, 
He's uh comes from a long line. He, he like his family is the uh what are the cranes or something like yes. that? Like the yeah. toilets. Uh, toilets yeah. and urinals. Also uh-huh. um married into his family was part of the Folgers empire apparently like Wow. Just comes from this so world the, of so toilets and coffee. It cycle. is, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called how synergy. I'm going to make these urines smell. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we're selling lots of toilets, but people could always piss more. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Uh, how many? How, how many pisses do you think of the average urinal's lifespan is? I don't oh, know. Boy. Dozens, probably. At least. <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't the piss episode. This like, is the annual placenta episode. Let's okay, how many, back how on many childbirths do you think the average uh, <laughs> <laughs> urinal could take? Yeah. <laughs> Depends uh, how big the baby is, I guess. Do you think you there's know? ever been a baby born in a urinal? Now, <laughs> this is, I want to say yes, but you have to remember urinals typically only in men's washrooms yeah mm-hmm. so. and they're right next to a toilet so i don't know why you wouldn't go for the toilet yeah <laughs> maybe you like to maybe you prefer to birth standing up yeah, yeah. <laughs> convenient. you only have to pull the front of your pants down <laughs> you don't want other people <laughs> to think you're pooping open the hole yeah. in the front of your underwear and maybe there's, an, <laughs> if there's another mom standing next to you maybe you guys have a competition so you can stand against the wall <laughs> <laughs> shoot it out (laughs) Uh, so i'm currently the uh host of the zoom uh, over which we are conversing and it looks as though our esteemed guest has arrived hooray so shall i admit chevy chase (laughs) (laughs) get him in here how are you i'm good i uh i i know uh, thanks for uh, meeting a little earlier, and I know I said that I had basketball, but um, yesterday after I spoke to you, I had to do an audition, and I pulled my shoulder and my neck. Oh no! Did you have to dunk for the audition? Uh, <laughs> no, I had to like lose my mind. Basically, I kind of freaked out in the audition, and I don't know what I did, but I yelled so loud oh. that I pulled my neck and my shoulder. <laughs> oh wow and i didn't know you could i didn't know that could happen yeah oh and i went to uh i went to physio today because of it and they were i was like oh i didn't know you could like pull something from yelling and they were like oh yeah yeah you can do you can pull anything anyway for for any reason yeah (laughs) at any time forever (laughs) so i'm all yours so we got the whole night then Oh, no. yeah. So, um, you're going to have to yell a bunch, though. So. So, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions before we jump into the proper pod? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. All Let's right. just go with it. Let's just go for it. Okay. Well, our guest on this episode of the Hunks <laughs> podcast is. Canadian Comedy Award-winning comedian and actor. You can check out his albums, Fog and Lasers. I believe there's a special Halloween track that maybe just came out. Fuck yeah. Uh, Check him out on Instagram, doing all sorts of silly, fun stuff, all his shorts. Uh, You may have seen him in Kim's Convenience. You may have seen him slipping on pee in Baroness Von Sketch Show. Uh, It's the one and only Rodrigo Fernandez-Stoll. Hi. Hi, I forgot hi, you guys are go. recording this video as well. So, <laughs> hey, hello, hello, hello. How are you, how are you doing? Uh, you were just you were just telling us that you're in a lot of pain, which is great. Yeah, I pulled my I pulled my shoulder and my neck on the right side. Actually, I still have some like tape on there. You oh, put wow. on this like black no. tape. Okay, oh, I've seen people like, oh, I pulled something, and I got so I got tape on it. Like, what yeah. does the tape do? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I, just I, remind you I didn't ask any questions. I was just like, you do your thing. And then, uh, 
And all it was was just an hour of this guy asking me if it felt different. He kept doing <laughs> random things. He kept doing random things. And he was like, does that do anything? Does that do anything? And I kept being like, I don't know, maybe. And then I'm like, I guess it doesn't really, I guess. And then I got home. And to, to be honest, I don't think he did anything. I don't think the tape does anything. I'm, I think I'm messed up for the week. Oh, man. Oh, oh, no. He tapes your nose up like in a pig snout. He's like, does that, uh, does that do anything? Do you but like thank you. <laughs> it does feel pretty good. It makes me feel like an athlete. <laughs> like, I just picture, like, I'm Marc Messier or somebody. Um, I, uh, I, do, I do think it's pretty funny that, well, you, got, you guys are all so nice because you're very accommodating for me to be able to say, Hey, listen, I got basketball that night, so could you shift it a little bit, please? And you were all like, yeah, okay. I'm sure there was like an email thread of like, Rodrigo's got basketball. <laughs> so, <laughs> but really, it uh, it was very nice of you, but now I feel like a jackass because I was like, I, pull, I pulled a muscle yelling in my, in my home. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, it was in your home. Well, yeah, you can't sell. We can't audition uh, anywhere else, so I'm yes. auditioning at home. And then I was doing. It was during like a, a live Zoom audition. Oh my god! And you know, and it was the character was having like a you know he was freaking out. So I went full out, and during the audition, I pulled the muscle, and I just kept going. But when it was. There's that thing with the Zoom auditions where, like, you shut the Zoom off and you're just standing in your living room and it's so quiet. I did, I'd like turned off the Zoom and I did like a, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> just by myself in my living room, just going, oh. <laughs> You walk out of your apartment. There's just a row of people who lo are, look just like you. Get ready, uh, wait for the show. <laughs> oh man! It would suck if I also like you go through all that and they're like, he's not right for the part. <laughs> Do you think they had any uh, any inkling that you would hurt yourself during it? Um, no. I don't think so because in the scene, it's he's like supposed to be taking a crazy shit. Um, <laughs> so that, that's what the screaming was. <laughs> that, that's what it was too. So like, imagine I know that exactly what we need for this role. Uh, so this takes crazy shits. <laughs> it's like phone booth, but just uh, in a bathroom. I mean, I really, I really want the role. <laughs> So. <laughs> See, if I was doing that, I would have just, you know, went like, uh, and then stood up, looked down and went, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> but just, and then tilted the, tilted the camera down. <laughs> that's really funny. And revealed to them an actual shit. They, they would have loved it. So impressed. Oh, wow. Boy. This guy can cry on command. This guy can shit on command. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going out for a lot of shit rolls. <laughs> yeah. What's uh I mean, you 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 do a ton of acting. I always it's always brings me such joy when I see you pop up in a commercial or like uh that's that uh you know that specific sketch in Baroness von Sketch Show, right? Texted you afterwards. In in the sketch, it's like in a break room at an office sort of thing, and there's all these people drinking coffee, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the pit Drinking so much water, yeah, they were slipping, hydrating. Yeah. Drinking so much water and everyone's pissing themselves. Yeah. And then uh, at the at the end of the sketch, the, the beautiful little button is you getting, you starting to walk away and then just slipping, <laughs> up ending in the piss. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, or or what was it? It was Aurora. Aurora was or drinking was a, a lot of water because she, the whole thing was that she was so annoying because she kept telling people about how much water she was drinking. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then she pisses on the floor. And I actually, uh, I didn't tell anybody I was going to slip on the piss. <laughs> that was the, that was the, the, the sh on my part, I was, that was a shitty move on my part because 
I didn't tell anybody. And then when I, I, I was like, I was just like in my head, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to yeah. like slip on Go it. for it. And then when I did it, uh, everybody thought I actually did like hurt myself and I kind of did, but oh. I, <laughs> but I played it off. Like I was just like, nah, it's cool. Like I, whatever, I could do it again if you guys want. Yeah. And then I was expecting them to be like, no, that's fine. Like that one was good. They yeah. made me do it two more times, oh. <laughs> but it turned out really funny. It was a really yeah. like that, that, yeah. that sketch was, was, uh, that sketch was awesome. And yeah. it's, I so think, funny. um, yeah. I think Meredith was there too that day, but yeah, like those, that was yeah. the thing about Baroness is like, they just let you kind of play around and you're That's so, so nice. It's so fun. So much fun. Yeah. I love that show. But I was going to ask, like you obviously do a lot of auditions. What's the, do you have like a craziest audition story sort of thing? Um, other than craziest pooping? audition. <laughs> um, I have, you know what? Here's the weirdest audition ever. Weirdest. It was like the middle of July and I went into this audition and it was just a regular, you know, like you walk in and it's like you uh, boyfriend, girlfriend on a date, like, and they're talking about how they really like this cheese. I don't know. It was just, <laughs> you know, just like a regular audition. And then I walked in and I slated. And uh, the girl beside me, who to this day, I still don't know who she was, I turned and looked at her for two seconds, and she had elf ears. Like, uh. actual, actual, like, elf ears. Like, like she'd they weren't, gotten implants? It, they looked real. They looked like oh. real elf oh. ears. Like, I'm talking... <laughs> Pointy ears that went up like that. Oh my and then god! They went like down. a couple inches up. Like so, f- for wow. me, I immediately went into like, oh, maybe she's like, you know, that's makeup for something that she's doing or whatever. Yeah, of but course. it was the middle of July, and <laughs> she was wearing regular clothes, and she, and usually, wouldn't you like if you were if you were going into an audition and like, let's say you're doing something where you have elf ears, sure. you're shooting something. And then you're like, I'm just going to go do this audition and come back. Wouldn't you hide them with your hair? Yeah. Like yeah. wouldn't you yeah. cover them? But Baseball the whole time camera. I couldn't stop staring at her elf, elf ears. <laughs> so I just like kind of botched the audition and the entire time just kind of like stared. And she was looking at me going like, okay, this asshole is like ruining the audition for both of us. But I just couldn't stop looking at her ears. And to this day, I've, that was like six years ago, five years ago. And to this day, I've been asking everybody if they know, if, I'll like meet someone and be like, hey, so like you look familiar. Did you ever wear elf ears in an audition? And they they say no. And they just look at me like, okay, uh, no. But I, yeah, to this day, I still am, I'm searching for the elf ear girl. And there's no, and you don't think that this is like a, a case of they were implants. Like this is like, you know how people get horns or, or whatever. Or I like mean, fangs. that would be. That would be fucked if you got them and then you went, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Are it's they like still pe- making Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah. It's like people get fangs. Yeah. Uh, I, I, right. People, like, people do that, right? They Teeth get fangs. Yeah. 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 There's that guy who tattooed his whole body to look like a puzzle. And he, like, top to bottom is all puzzle tattoos. <laughs> yeah and there's also a guy that where his entire body he, he tattooed it to be like tiger or leopard or something mm, like that right and even like his eyelids and his wiener everything <laughs> his <That's> wiener <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my wiener too <laughs> oh i have actually another one uh i did a i used to work as a camera guy for auditions um okay. and um one it was very early and it was like at an audition uh studio at a casting studio it was for like random commercial it was like for like a home depot commercial and i was do i was the camera guy who was doing the auditions and it was very early and i stepped into the room and they had just gotten a new system in the in like whatever like a new eco cast it's like when that came out and like they were trying to train everybody and i didn't know how to use it 
So I was kind of like, oh, okay, I don't know how to use this. And for some reason, the director was in LA and he was doing a Skype session with us. Oh. So uh, I didn't know that. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, I guess whatever. Uh, this Skype session will come in while I'm here. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But for some reason, I had to leave the room and ask somebody to help me set it up. So all this stuff happened. And then when I came back into the room, I was by myself just like, you know, setting it up and getting familiar with the system. <laughs> and this Skype call comes in. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Like, I guess this is the director. And I pressed answer. And it's a nude woman with an open <laughs> bathrobe. What? And it's like just her chest. So it's like, she's like this. <laughs> what? So the frame is like neck to belly button. And her, and her, uh, her like bathrobe is open. And imagine me on the other end, like. <laughs> and i didn't you, know what to do yeah. so I, and you, like there was no, it wasn't a laptop oh or anything god. so the whole time i was just like oh my god like what am i you're like so do I, you know how to set up this camera <laughs> <laughs> Did you know eco? Hi, so it I, support here <laughs> i ran out of the room and uh this girl caitlin who i was working with she was like the other camera person uh-huh uh, I told her, and I was like, "Okay, there's this like, <laughs> there's this woman in a bathrobe. <laughs> She's on the Skype. Like, I don't know what to do." And she starts laughing, so she runs into the room, and then she comes to the door, and she's like, "Rod's telling the truth. There's a woman in a bathrobe <laughs> on the Skype call." So she goes over, and that's it. That's all I hear from that. And then Caitlin comes back out, and she goes, "Okay, you can go back in. Uh, the director's on the uh, on the session now." And I was like, okay, does he know that I, who was that? And like, does he know that I just saw her like that? Yeah. Like, but I was kind of like, okay, I guess I'll go along with it. And I went back into the room and I sat down and it's just him staring. So just with the most like pissed off face, just staring <laughs> like this, like. <laughs> and i was like hey how are you my name's rodrigo i'm the casting uh cameraman today let me know if you need need anything and he goes yeah can you leave what <laughs> and i was like i was like what and he goes yeah can you uh go and get uh caitlin back over here i don't want i don't want you to be on the session and I was what? like, oh in my, my head, I was like, does this guy think that I somehow called him and told <laughs> whoever it was to stand there half naked? Like, I didn't know what was going on. How Maybe could he you w- possibly have. He know? was mad because I fucking, I guess I took a peek. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What am I not gonna look at these nice titties? <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay, that's it. Right. <laughs> but I, I, uh, yeah, to this day, I didn't know who that was. I, I maybe it was his wife. Who knows? But I, I told she had elf ears. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Did you offer to show your balls? <laughs> um. No, you can't do that on Skype. Come on. (laughs) That's not good Skype etiquette. That's why I don't get auditions anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those those are probably the two weirdest things. I don't know. I've never, I mean, I think everybody's had terribly bad auditions. I've had audition, I guess I, I, you know. I auditioned for like Letterkenny a few times and every one of those auditions was horrible for me. Really? Um, yeah, I just never, I love the show, but I, I, I can't do the pacing of it. Uh, so like, cause it's yeah. got such a specific way that they do it and everybody yeah, yeah. on the show is really good at it. But yeah. every time I've gone in to read for that show, <laughs> I, I actually, on my last audition for it, which was like a few years ago, cause they don't call me back in for it, but, uh, <laughs> which was a few years ago, I act, I think actually they, we all like gave up at the same time. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like I just I just read it once, and then I was like, "That's that's enough." And then they they were they were kind of like, "Have a good day, Rodrigo." <laughs> <laughs> and I just left. And I swear I heard them like kind of giggling to each other when I closed the door. Like they were just like, "Oof, that was bad." 
but <laughs> I think you've seen enough. <laughs> uh, speaking of seeing stuff, uh, if everyone knows your online uh, persona, they know that you love Venom-related content. I'm a big Venom guy. I'm actually, e- you know what? I'm a very big, I'm equally Venom and Blade. Yes. Um, I have uh, I have a lot of blade hats. I have a lot of ven- venom stuff. I have blade hats. <laughs> oh, nice! There it is. <laughs> hey, give me your addresses. I'll send you some blade hats. Can okay. I take a screenshot Sweet. of this, please. I'd love a blade hat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> also, you guys should get blade hats for sure. I mean, you fed me when I was alone on the streets in Winnipeg. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was, was that was a funny night just because i like i think i texted uh tim being like uh i don't know where i am yeah i'm on the street and somehow you were like i know where you are and you just like came <laughs> by and picked me up oh the like, street i got you <laughs> oh, yeah we only have four of them in town so <laughs> i think i remember accidentally getting really drunk that night all of us Oh, I got was so I was wasted, and yeah. then uh, yeah, there was like a fire and everything, and then mm-hmm. I think you guys kind of like slowly, you guys like walked me to a cab, like you, you like carried me <laughs> to a cab. <laughs> I'm pretty sure something like that happened because I was wasted when I got back to my hotel. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and you get and turkey burger. You made turkey burgers. Oh, that's right on the barbecue. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, yeah, those were great. I don't remember that. Too drunk but already. Who do you <laughs> um, think would win in a fight, Venom or Blade? Well, there's two different uh, outcomes to that. I mean, they're equally they're equally good at what they do, but um, mm-hmm. uh, just because I mean, Blade's a vampire hunter, and uh, Venom's not right. a vampire, so that might mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. kind of shit breaker? for Blade. Um, what if and- Venom? Because he's an alien species, right? Symbiote. symbiote. Yep. Symbiote. Yeah. If yep. from the world that Venom comes from, he would be considered a vampire. <laughs> or Venom <laughs> takes over a vampire, like, say, Count Chocula. Venom takes over Count Chocula's body. Then Blade de- has to kill him. A delicious symbiote. <laughs> he loves chocolate. Um, too sugary. Count Chocula was way too sugary. Kind of, <laughs> Count Chocula destroyed lives. That's how sugary. <laughs> it is. Were you allowed to have cereals like that as a kid? Uh, yeah, but like later now, I'm like I'm diabetic now. Like I'm <laughs> I'm like I can't really eat sugar. And like I look back on my life, being like, where where? where where did all that sugar come from? And then, yeah, Count Chocula was one of those where I was allowed to eat it. Really? But I was, also, I was also a big, like, I guess Cheerios guy. Mm. Uh, but Count Chocula, yeah, that, that, there's kids that are like, have trauma from Count yeah. Chocula. <laughs> Matt, were well, you because not allowed you... to have sugary cereal? No, well, like, we were poor, so my mom would buy, like, cheaper stuff like plain Cheerios. But then I would fucking load it with white sugar. Like there would be yeah. a sludge oh, wow. at the bottom of the of the bowl. So yeah. it was like worse. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> frosted flakes, like those. Oh, I love frosted oh, flakes. Those so were much. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I wasn't great. allowed. I wasn't allowed. Well, the sweetest cereal we were allowed were mini wheats. Um, the the frosted <laughs> oh, mini wheats. The frosted oh, half, yeah. which were yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but we weren't allowed those things. But I remember going to my my friend's place and getting cinnamon toast crunch and and french toast crunch actually little tiny Ooh. pieces of bread yeah. that are crunchy and delicious oh, and yeah. that just really destroy Ooh. your tongue and your gums mm-hmm. oh so so good and mm-hmm. like cuz we were allowed granola mixed with uh, uh rice krispies which you think, oh, back in the day we thought it was healthy, but now it's like actually got probably as much sugar as as all, all those other ones. But yeah. you just can't eat as much of it, I Ooh. guess. Whereas like 
Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you could eat bowl. I could eat bowl after bowl after bowl, and I did. Oh, yeah. I would have like three oh, yeah. breakfasts every time I had a sleepover. <laughs> well, okay. So I guess that means that Venom would uh, absolutely destroy Blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the, um, the, the amount of sugar in Count Chocula. Uh, and let's say Blade is diabetic. Um, he would just kill Blade. <laughs> I love Venom. Even, Blade wouldn't even get off his motorcycle. <laughs> Have you guys seen Venom 2? No. Yeah. We saw it you, last night. What a crazy it's it's honestly I I watch I'm going to watch it again. I had tickets to go see it in 4DX. Whereas like the chair moves and everything and like it oh. sprays at you. I, I, I'm going to go see it like that. But <laughs> we saw it. Uh, we saw it at IMAX. And didn't it feel like you could picture the editor and Andy Serkis both high on cocaine <laughs> just slapping that movie together. <laughs> like, <it> just, <laughs> like I was sitting there going the first, I think the first 15 minutes of the movie is so fast paced that it's too fast. And yeah, like okay, everyone was, in, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, everyone in the theater, I, you heard everyone in the theater do like a, what? Yeah, where I was like, okay, maybe I needed to, because like it's been a while since I wa saw the first Venom, and I don't really remember all of the little details. But did I forget a big chunk of the last movie? Because, but then I was then as the movie kept going, I was like, no, I think that that was supposed to be enough for us to believe <laughs> yes. that now Carnage hates him. I think that was supposed to be it. Right. <laughs> I loved it though. I love the Venom movies. They're like, and even the the first one didn't get a a, a great review, but it's it was always just so stupid and silly. Mm. Oh, um, I want eight of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 a true believer in make them until they're good. Like we're yeah. you, we're not, we, you know, nobody. We didn't get like an awesome Spider Man when it for, like when the first True. one was made. Yeah. So let's yeah. just make them until somebody until. I don't know, Denny Villeneuve friggin' makes a Venom movie. <laughs> Who knows? But whatever, let's just keep making them. I'll take a Venom 4, 5, 6, whatever. Hell I'm yeah. into it. What is the what is the Venom story? I'm not I'm not familiar. Oh. Uh well, Venom is actually uh a alien, a symbiote from the planet of symbiotes. Um that was uh basically attached to a shuttle that arrived on Earth. And uh, was first in contact with um, Peter Parker. And then okay. uh, Peter Parker turned into Black Suit Spider-Man, which in the that comic books. Do you remember oh, sorry, go. the one? Do you remember the one with um, Tobey Maguire and Topher Grace? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Matt? And, and he's walking I, down the street and he's I lost my mind doing when I the saw finger that guns. <laughs> Which you know what? That one was pretty bad, but at the same time, if you like watch it again, it's actually very funny. Like yeah. it's okay, got moments like that again. where I'm like, oh, they must have had a blast like making this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um the second one's actually really good. The second Spider-Man with to Toby Maguire. Um, and that's all because of uh What's his name? Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, who kind of turned it into this like noir sort of vibe for Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And it was really, really well done. But to go back to Venom, <laughs> is this a Venom podcast now? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then Eddie Brock, who's kind of like this rebellious journalist uh, who kind hates Peter Parker. Um, he. Uh, finds the symbiote because the symbiote, symbiote rejects or Peter Parker rejects the symbiote mm -hmm. and then it attaches itself to Eddie Brock and then uh, that's how they wrote Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Classic Venom. Classic Venom line. I loved when you're describing like going and watching it in, in 4D how like you got sprayed in the face yeah, and stuff. What? Like, Stephen Hawking must be fucking 
spinning in his grave, like spraying people in the face with water is the fourth dimension, you think? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of here. It's it's they spray you in the face with water. There's lightning in the theater. Uh there's like Like uh they they there's like bursts of air kinda. Uh, The chair doesn't stop moving the entire time. So you'll move. um, I also saw it. I also went to 4DX during uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. The first one or the most recent one? The most most recent one. And this chair doesn't stop moving throughout the entire movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then they find reasons to keep the chair moving, which I – but they'll be like – if there's like, you know, a weird aerial shot that like pans down or something, the chair will do that. So I'm sitting there I'm sitting there going, okay, so one minute you're part of like an action scene, and then the next minute you're the DOP of this <laughs> Like they can't decide where this chair stops moving. <laughs> Oh, is it man. cool? Like, do, do, is there a future for this, or is it just so distracting? It's very distracting. I mean, I went to go see it with. Uh, uh, oh, you know, uh, you you all know Brandon Ash Muhammad. Yeah, yeah. So I saw with him and Adam Christie, uh, and Jordan Canning and Tom Henry, and. Uh, Adam left the theater because <laughs> he absolutely hated it. He was just like, he was like, no, I'm going to get sick. The first, he like the first 10 minutes went by and he was like, I don't think I can do this. Like the chair's moving too much. I'm sitting there going like, yeah, this is amazing. Like screaming. Uh, uh, Brandon Ash Muhammad's like losing it. We were both like laughing so hard. And, and Tom Henry was just sitting there going like, this is okay, I guess. <laughs> but like he stayed. Like I was like, you gotta stay. And he's like, yeah, whatever. But I think it's like a, I think it's like annoying for the first ten minutes of a movie, and then right. if you commit to it and you mm-hmm. stay, you just get used to the the yeah. whole movement, and yeah, you kind of enjoy the whole thing. But I mean, Suicide Squad was like the perfect movie to see it. I would, sure. I'd actually want to yeah. see it for Fast and the Furious or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. So is yeah, it just yeah. like a few special seats in a regular theater or is the whole theater all, all 4D seats? Oh, the whole theater is decked out in like crazy okay. 4D seats. I don't know. Wow. It's like, it's such a waste of space. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be kind of, it'd kind of suck if it was like a regular theater and then there's just like a row of 4D behind it. <laughs> you just hear these people going, whoa! <laughs> I actually think that's Popcorn, what it used to be. Yeah. I think it was yeah. they when they were like testing them out. They only had like yes. two rows of that. Yeah, and you would like turn around and see the people moving in their seats while you're in yeah. a regular chair. Like it would be so distracting to experience it, but then to have someone else experience it near you would be yeah. even more distracting. The worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like hearing your neighbors bang. Yeah. The- <laughs> The water spraying would get kind of, I mean, the water spraying is kind of dirty. You're like, where is this water coming from? Um, Yeah. But it was awesome. It just collects in a drain (laughs) and gets resprayed on everyone. It's every employee's spit. (laughs) (laughs) It's that fake butter sauce. (laughs) Oh, that's gross. (laughs) <laughs> I would love to see like a, a slow paced art film in one of those uh, <laughs> rocking seats. <laughs> <laughs> My dinner with Andre and he yeah. spills some water and it sprays you in the face. <laughs> Just the most intense film too. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> uh, you guys want to play a game? Yeah. 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 Let's play Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, wow. Okay. Our number one favorite game of all time on the Hunks podcast. 
The gist of the game? Oh, you guessed it. Someone gives three statements, two of which are true, one of which is a lie, and everybody else has to guess what the lie is. This week, we have Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll honoring us with the three statements. Rodrigo? Uh, I, I say them right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, first yeah. one is I once went to Morocco to shoot a National Geographic uh, special, and uh, I had the worst shits of my life for the last two days. Ooh, um, Ooh, another one. Another one is uh, I um, uh, when I was nine years old. I was a bocce ball champion. What? Whoa. And uh, last cool. one is uh, I, uh, I, I once um, scared Diane Keaton in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who hasn't, though? <laughs> yeah, she spooks easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a good list. I like yeah. this list. I like this Very a good. lot. So, Morocco uh, shits. Morocco shits. Moroccan shits. Um, bocce ball bocce champ, ball at nine. champ at nine mm-hmm. and Diane, Diane Keaton in a parking lot. Yes. I feel like mm. off the top of my head, I feel like the nine-year-old bocce ball is the lie because I feel uh. like it maybe was like shuffleboard or something like that, mm. you know? Lawn darts. Yeah, that's a yeah. good way. That's a good play. Mm-hmm. Pickleball mm-hmm. or like... I love listening to this right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Analyze, analyze. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Bocce the... Mer- just- Go ahead. No, go. I was gonna say the like the Morocco one is. I totally believe that, but it could also be Sud- Sudbury. You know, could have went yeah, to yeah. Sudbury for a National Geographic and then had the worst shits. Worst shits. Um, yeah. Yeah. So or many, best shits. Maybe it was the best shits of best his life. Best shits could have been Morocco. You know? and it could have been just mm. like super regular, big girthy poops. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because you're it, you're at the equator ish. So, yeah. Who knows what? What's happening? Which way your guts are spinning there? <laughs> which way your guts are spinning? <laughs> well, if water drains yeah. down a toilet one way at the mm-hmm. equator or on one side, and you know the yeah, yeah, yeah. thing I'm the talking Australia about, wouldn't toilet. the water in your body act differently too? That's a that's a valid oh, thing. Who's that's talking a valid about this? Point right there. Yeah, thank you. They don't deal with that in Crocodile Dundee enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to get all the way to Crocodile Dundee 3. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bocce one I is... I love the it bocce just one. seems like you... Like if a nine-year-old's playing bocce, that's an old soul. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Right. Plus, like, you would grow up so fast play, being uh, a bocce ball champion at the age of nine because, like... By the time you're 10, half your teammates are dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I bet I bet you, Rodrigo, I bet you were an old soul as a kid. And uh, and I'm willing to, and I think that you were probably introduced to bocce pro- maybe by a grandparent. So I'm going to say that that is a truth. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then what do you think would be the lie? The Morocco or the or the Diane Keaton? The Morocco is so believable because, you know, there's the whole travel thing when you go to a different continent than the one that you're used to being on. Yeah. That messes with your guts and mm-hmm. stuff. So I feel mm-hmm. like that one's true. But I could also see you being very scary to Diane Keaton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wears really fancy clothes. And if I were her, I'd be worried about, you know, <laughs> my clothes all the time. Like well, wild just- hats. Uh, men are never more scary than when in a parking lot you know it's that is true that's uh if i'm ever trying to intimidate somebody i quickly run out to a parking lot and take a selfie and say say, where's my money okay Uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna lock it in i'm gonna go with bocce is the the lie i think it was like shuffleboard or some other Uh, old sport old soul sport mm, okay Okay. tim Mm -hmm. what what are you saying I think I'm gonna. Uh, I'm think I'm gonna go with my gut and say the Morocco one is the lie, but it's like based in truth. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Rory, what were you thinking this whole time? Uh, I think, I think the Di- I think Diane Keaton is the lie. I think really? it's yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, it's so it's very believable, but they're all very believable. So I think mm-hmm. I'm I'm going with uh, my gut for once, and I think it's just Diane Keaton's the lie. Mm-hmm. I'm going Diane Keaton is the lie as well. So we got Dana who says that bocce. Lie is bocce. Tim says the lie is Morocco, and me and Rory are united that Diane Keaton is the lie. Uh, why don't you Why don't you tell us who the best hunk is? Yeah, there, go go right? through the, all of the stories, please. <laughs> please. Um, okay, so uh, the Morocco one is true. Um, <sighs> I did yeah, go there uh, to shoot a National Geographic special, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever done. It's the I coolest bet. shit ever. That would be yeah. For the last two days, I got food poisoning and had Ooh. the worst shits of my life. Oh. And I still remember it to this day because, like, you're in paradise and I don't know what happened, but I ate something uh, at Some the hotel meat? or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like my I, – I, I I've never been that sick in my entire oh. life. Mm-hmm. But we were still shooting. So like I would, oh. and I, and I, I, this is a long time ago where I was playing an Egyptian. So I had, <laughs> I had like makeup all over my face, like black oh. eyeliner, all this stuff. Oh. And yeah. like in between takes, I would run to the washroom and oh then come God. back. And I was like, it was, it was oh, the worst, man. but That's horrible. the, the crate, the worst thing about that too, was that I was so sick by the end of it. Where they drove me to the, I, I was, I was so sick that I didn't have enough time to like change or anything. I just kind of like passed out in my room and woke up to them banging on my door, being like, "We're driving you to the airport," and I still had all my makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go to the airport, and I had like all this like crazy Egyptian makeup on on the flight, oh, no. and I got to Casablanca. I got to, yeah, I got to, when we arrived to Casablanca, I uh, I got uh, searched, like I got kind of strip searched in a way because uh, I guess I looked different. Like you were from wearing everybody. a disguise. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the security guards <laughs> patted me, the security guards patted me down in a way where one of them grabbed my dick and it was like, <sighs> but I was so sick that I was kind of just like in this like. Like oh, shit, you know, like state. shaky mode, yeah. yeah? yeah and yeah, I had yeah. this crazy makeup, and everybody who was with me kept saying that I had looked so fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that story's true, and it was it was just, to this day. I'm like, I've never felt like that, or I've never been searched in an airport like that ever. My God, oh my um, God, is that the most exotic place you've traveled to for acting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, like that's why I'm like, oh man, it was like the coolest, like just being in the desert and everything. It yeah. was like really cool, but also watch what you eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, bocce. I I did play in a bocce league when I was nine years old, um, but I was not a champion. I was. Uh, yeah. It was a I lie. Mean, my reasoning was wrong, but doesn't matter. I, winning uh, is winning. I played on a team with like a bunch of other ki- There was like a nine-year-old bocce league. It was mostly wow. like our parents all got together and drank in a bocce, like out <laughs> in a bocce club. And yeah. then they would bring the kids and we would all yeah. play bocce. And then we kind of like formed this like league with all the kids. Uh, but I wasn't very good. I was not a champion at all. Hmm. Um, and the last one, Diane Keaton is true. Uh, like 15 years ago, I saw Diane Keaton walk. I was on Bloor with my family and we just had like brunch or something. And my sister-in-law kind of went, that's Diane Keaton walking down the street. And I like, kind of was like, I'll, I'll, uh, I guess, uh, oh, okay, cool. Like I didn't follow her, but our cars just happened to be in the same parking lot. (laughs) So it looked like I was following her. Yeah, yeah. I was like walking <laughs> oh, behind man. her 10 feet away and we finally get to the parking lot. Her car is like five cars away from mine <laughs> until finally, right before she gets in her car, I'm like, I'm going to say hi. 
So, <laughs> so I so, corner her in the parking lot. Yeah, I walked. <laughs> I, I walked. Introduction <laughs> knife. <laughs> I walked over to her car, and before she got in, I said, "Miss uh, Miss Keaton," and she turns around, and it's like it's Diane Keaton. She's glowing. She's got like. <sighs> A beret on. She's got the gloves. I was. She I, was wearing a beret. Even? Oh my god! It was Diane fucking Keaton. I was. Yeah. I was just smiling, and uh, all I could think was like, you know, father of the bride. Like yeah. in my yeah. head, I just. Yeah. I was kind of just looking at her with this thing, and I said, uh, uh, "She's like yes." And I looked at her and I said, um, "I just want to say that I'm. I'm a huge fan of yours, and you're. You're absolutely the best." You're the best. And she went, well, thank you very much. And then I said, and then I asked, could I get an autograph? And she went, sure. And as soon as she said that, I realized I didn't have a pen or a marker or anything. So I said, okay, if you come with me to my car, (laughs) I have... I didn't say I have a pen. I said I have a bunch of pens in my car. And some candy if you want. It's the van down there with the smashed out windows. She legit she legit took a step back and I was like, if you come with me to my car, blah, blah, blah. and she went, Um, you know what? I'm sure we'll meet again in the future. And then she just fucking like Got in her car, locked the door, and jet out of the parking lot while I stood there looking at her car. <laughs> what an amazing response on her behalf, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, I pray that I'm like, I can say that story and she'll like hear it at some point. Yeah. Oh, man. Because she I knows that. That is the response that a psycho will accept. Like, yeah, yes. we will meet again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was going to throw in another story because it sounds so like unbelievable in a way Please. where I was kind of like, oh, I wanted to like throw that in, but not two stories where like I kind of freaked out a celebrity. <laughs> um <laughs> But I went to the Governor General's ball, um, uh, just because a friend, a friend of Gwyn and our uh, Gwyn and mine, um, had like worked at the show or whatever. So it was kind of like we. This was like a couple years ago, right? And, uh-huh. the, and they were like, "Yeah, if you you want, you can have a couple of tickets." And Sandra O oh was being honored. Oh. Um, and Sandra O oh was on Grey's Anatomy, and yeah. who was? Oh, Oh my god, I forgot her name. She created Grey's Anatomy. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. So Shonda Rhimes was Any at relation the go- to Busta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the story was that I went to the I she had like an after party at the hotel across the street and randomly a few friends of ours made their way in. Um, and me being the guy who just, you know, uh, I, I'm the guy who's like, ah, you guys go in, I'll meet you in two minutes. I'm just going to smoke this joint and we'll like, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be in there in a bit. And then I decided to go in by myself. Stoned. And then so, yeah, so stoned. And so I go, I go in there. I'm like fucking walking around. Like I know everybody. <laughs> yeah. There's shrimp on the table, grabbing a drink. <laughs> I'm doing my thing. And this woman walks up to me and goes, who are you? <laughs> and I'm like, I, uh, I, uh, I'm, uh, hi, how are you? I'm Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. How you doing? She's like, no, who are you though? Like, who do you know here? Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I got some friends over there by that table. But like, I just, you know, I just wanted to eat some shrimp. So like, I'm just. <laughs> doing it. And then she looks at me and she's like, okay, well, I want you to know that this is my party and I don't know who you are. So, and I was standing there, but I didn't know who she was the whole time. So like, usually when somebody's <laughs> talking to you like that, you're like, yeah, it's all, hey, it's all good. You know, like, it's <laughs> yeah. all good. It's like, all good. We're, we're just having fun <laughs> like, and like enjoying the drinks and she stared me down the whole time and then i walked over there to the table 
she basically told me to go fuck myself. Mm -hmm. And then I walked over to the table and everyone was like, what did she say to you? And I was like, I don't know. She said it was like her party and stuff. And like, it really just didn't want me here anyway. And then I, I, I don't know. And like, I just was so stoned. So I was like, I don't know, whatever. And everyone was like, that's Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy. And I was just standing there. And then I looked over at her and she was just giving me cut eye the whole time while I was sitting there. Because I had, like, I made myself the biggest plate of shrimp and grabbed the drink right after she yelled at me. So I just, like, walked away. Like. No, no, also, totally, totally. Oh. Also, previously on a Skype call, you saw her wife's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I got that face that everyone's just like, that, kick that guy out. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are great, uh, great truth, two truths and a lie. Yeah. Hilarious stories. <laughs> right on. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast. Freaking thanks. Oh, wow. Yeah, flew by like crazy. Yeah. Uh, what the heck? Thanks so much for joining us, Rodrigo. Um, you guys are the best. You're all you're all awesome, and thank uh, you. And I and honestly, I think all of you are like the funniest people, and I'm such a fan. And I uh, like uh, I love your sweet. shit. I love it. And I think uh, I remember one time seeing one of your. Uh, Sketchfest shows, and it was like I think I remember like a time traveling Santa or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, we do utilize Santa quite a bit. Santa was gonna turn. Well, we were gonna be turned into a golf course, and uh, oh yeah, but I was gonna say that was one of the first times I saw you, and I remember losing my goddamn mind in the audience, going <laughs> oh. like, "Who is this?" Ah! Like I was just like laughing my ass off, and everybody was just like, "You don't know who honks are." <laughs> like I felt oh. so out of the loop, but it was so funny, and yeah, ever since then I'm I. You're all so funny. Oh, oh thanks, man. Thanks. You're so funny as well, and yeah. you have you have two albums out. What uh, we didn't even get a chance to talk about them. I you have know. two two yeah. music albums. Let's talk about them right now a little bit. You don't have basketball to get to. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, my shoulders fucked. <laughs> uh, I have two albums. Yeah, Fog and Lasers one, Fog and Lasers two. Uh, and I have a bunch of singles uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Yeah. Um, What's incredible about them is that they're not only just absolutely hilarious, but they're such beautiful songs, like such beautiful music, so well done. Like, I feel like it's really... No, no offense to other, but it's like, but it's kind of unheard of where it's like a lot of musical comedians, it's kind of bare bones and it's just like, well, you get the idea, you know, it's just a, a guy in his piano or a, or a whatever. triangle or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But I mean, like that's gorgeous. kind of the, that, that, that was kind of the reason why we made the albums because, um, uh, I'm, I, I'm friends with so many amazing musicians Mm-hmm. So it got to the point where I was making these, we were like, I was making these like little funny, goofy songs. And then I would show them to all of these musicians and they were like, can I add something to that? Or can I like play a solo to that? And then we started making these tracks and it was kind of like, wait, why don't we turn them into, you know, uh, real songs? Like, yeah, yeah. which like you said, nothing against musical comedy but it's just yeah. every i feel like musical comedy got to the point where everyone already knew what was coming yeah. uh, we knew there was a ukulele we knew that mm-hmm. there was you know we know who bo burnham is we know all yeah. that stuff right. uh and mm-hmm. i was i was i just wanted to do a different take on it where i was like why not take it se- take it as seriously as possible with the right. music and then right. just add whatever kind of like funny lyrics that i came up with um and we really wanted to make it about the process so we would all get together i would invite uh, a few musicians to the studio and then we would sit there uh brainstorm for probably an hour and then just start to kind of like pitch ideas as to like what did you do today or did you have like you know uh who had 
the shits in Morocco or like, you know, <laughs> just random stuff like that. And then we would write a song about it. Um, and that's honestly how a bunch of the songs kind of made their way in there and everybody was just super nice. So like everybody kind of was like really into it and they just, they uh, donated a bunch of their time and we all just, my friend, uh, Gavin produced the album. He's a very, very good music producer who just, Mm -hmm. he's very funny too. So that's kind of why I asked him. I was like, would you want to like produce these songs? And, uh, yeah, we just kind of had a blast making the first one um and the very first song that we did was whip your dick and tits out (laughs) (laughs) and that's the song that like we 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 made that song and we were kind of like this is pretty funny i made that song with chris rennick uh, a buddy of mine who i was in a real band with years ago and we made that song and we kind of like it was like a jokey song that we would show people and then everybody was like you should make an actual album and that's kind of how it took off yeah. And then after the first album, we just, we kept saying like, should we do another one? And then the fucking, and then COVID happened and we were mm. like, no one's doing anything. Let's just make an album. So we made it a yeah. Quar- quarantine album with Fog and Lasers 2. Yeah. And then, uh, and then one day I was sitting there and I was like, we need a Blade Hat song. <laughs> and that deserved to be a single that there was no album for that one but yeah we were we're uh i i really liked i i, I mean i loved making stuff with everybody but it tr- you truly figure out how difficult it is to get everyone yeah. together and like yeah. we're we we've done two live shows that were awesome they were so oh, yeah. much fun yeah. and we're gonna try to do a third one but we'll try to do one maybe in the new year like if we it's that thing where we're kind of like if we're going to do it we got to do it big and yeah uh, yeah yeah, so we'll we'll probably do something in the new year uh in toronto we've talked about people have approached us about maybe doing a tour we talked to uh, jfl had asked us about possibly performing on the outdoor stage at some point but i mean to get everybody like i said it's like to get 12 people on stage it would be Mm -hmm. it would be nuts but yeah that's kind of the dream (laughs) is to like do a live another live show with that band yeah 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 Yeah. cool doing whip your dick and tits out live is the most fun ever (laughs) (laughs) we we did it we did it at the rivley one night I think I have a video, but I bought 12 confetti cannons and we just shot them off during the song. Oh and the cra- like the crowd was going crazy. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, that's amazing. Whip your dick and tits uh, out on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, where, can, uh, where can people find you online, uh, Rodrigo? Um, I, I deleted all my social media except Instagram. Instead of, uh, Instagram I kept because I, I, since I make like, you know, the music and little videos, that one's, that one's kind of the one where I like, I can post Mm. stuff and like whatever. And I like stories. I like doing stories too. It's pretty Mm. fun. Um, but I, I, you can find me on Instagram, Rodrigo F. Stoll. I deleted Twitter and Facebook because, um, they, uh, the they, they you don't need to explain it. They produce <laughs> yeah. evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facebook's getting sure good, do. though. Facebook's like <laughs> getting really good. Are you guys in groups? To be like honest, I, when I left, it feels incredible and it does like it doesn't nothing changes like i was like oh maybe i won't i won't be in the toronto stand-up community group anymore (laughs) like when will i like stuff like that but you don't you don't miss it at all i mean yeah i i don't know i'm i i keep trying to tell everybody just delete it delete all that Mm -hmm. and twitter was created to make you mad Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It works. Yeah. It. I. Yeah. I would wake up at like eight o'clock, check my Twitter, and get mad right away in the in yeah. in the beginning yeah. of the day. Yeah. Now I don't. Like, now I just. I fucking just pull a muscle and <laughs> up, update your LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, 
shit. You can find us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, delete it! <laughs> at Hunks Comedy. And you can find our album, Mouth Beef, on uh, Bandcamp uh, by Mouth Beef. For yeah, and $10. I what think. a great name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just started my Instagram back up again to to promote my new album. Check out my new album. Um, it's called I'll Smile at Your Funeral. How did you come up with that title? <laughs> it's a it's one of my jokes. It's a punchline to a joke. Oh fuck yeah. I guess everybody <laughs> I guess everybody kind of does that. Eh? It's like chooses a joke to be the title. It's like choosing a a song to be the title of the album. I think right. so. Yeah. 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 Such yeah. a cool move. Well, thanks again, Rodrigo. It's been a blast. Thank you. you you're all the best, like I said. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, making me miss basketball again. <laughs> <laughs> Get well soon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. bye. Bye. Hunks is a sketch comedy group from Winnipeg. Got it? They are Rory Fallis, Tim Gray, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded each two weeks from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and sound design, music stuff, crap like that, by me, Rusty Robot, at my home. Thanks again to this week's special guest, and tune in again in two weeks' time for another super amazing special guest that's going to blow your freaking minds. Thanks again, everyone. Listen and subscribe wherever you're listening to this and subscribing to this right now, and we'll see you again in two weeks' time. Have a great two weeks. Okay, bye!